This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day 70. And we're going to talk about stopping negative thoughts, parenting special needs children, and clearing structure for the win. If you're new here, welcome. We have 287 episodes all about marriage and relationship stuff and mm-hmm. family things. And we're glad that you've joined us. The, we are creating the podcast that we wish we had had when we were going through really hard times. Mm-hmm. And so here it is. That's uh, right. Every and day. We're, and oh. we're finding out that it's it's helpful for us every day. It's mm-hmm. cathartic and therapeutic. So thank you for joining us every single day. We're on Instagram and Facebook Live. And today's show is brought to you by audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You can go there and literally, literally get a free book. We listen to books every An single audio day. An audio book. An audio book. That's right. So go there and get a book. An audio book. A free audio book is not a book. Sorry. There's a difference. There is. So thank you, Audible, for sponsoring the show. Um, and we do, we answer your questions every day, but before we answer the questions, we get into the review of the day. Mm-hmm. And we have a five star review that says, Ooh. Awesome, Piznodcast. It doesn't, it just says podcast. <laughs> Um, Piznod. <laughs> I look dirty. forward to listening to AOM podcast every day. I love listening to the real experiences that Seth and Melanie are having. You both are so inspiring. I am not married yet, but in a long-term relationship, and you both have made me so excited to go into marriage with a growth mindset. Mm. The clearing structure is one of my favorite tools. So helpful. I wish you both the best and keep being awesome. Yay. Thank you for that awesome review, and you're awesome because you do the clearing structure. That's right. That's evidence of your awesomeness is that you do the clearing structure. So thank you for that review. It's very helpful for reviews to come in and for people to know what other people think about the show. That's right. All right. Let's dive straight in, people. Okay. My husband and I were chatting the other night about my depression and negative train of thought. In our eight years of marriage, we've gone through quite a bit. We have two children, ages six and three and a half. Our youngest has special needs, which required me to quit working three years ago to handle all the doctor's appointments and therapies. My whole world is 100% different than I imagined. On top of that, there's a lot of negativity and anxiety that stems from family of origin. It's an odd conundrum because my friends and family feel like I'm the fun factory when we are out and about, but then I come home and seem to be a mess of negativity and depression. I can recognize exactly when my thoughts start to drift that way, but I haven't figured out how to stop it. I've done gratitude journals and listened to podcasts and I'm really trying hard. It's just when everything feels so hard. I guess my question is, do you have any other suggestions for stopping negative train of thoughts when it is so deeply embedded? Yes. Thank you for this question. It's a great question. So you're feeling overwhelmed and you feel like the life of the party outside when, you, you know, when you're at a restaurant or friends' houses and then you come home, right? So I have felt that feeling before because a lot of stuff goes on at home, good and bad, right? So it's like switching your mind from like, okay, I'm, I'm this. It's kind of like we talked about before, like if I come home from work or you come home from work or whatever, you have to literally put on a different hat and kind of change your whole mindset. Transitioning. Transitioning because you're walking into a different environment, literally, uh, energy-wise, emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually maybe even. So it's good to like make that clear delineation like in your brain um, before you walk in the door on your way home and go, 
you know what, I may be prone to have negative thoughts, so you name it. Name it and then claim it. I may be prone to have negative thoughts here, and sometimes I feel overwhelmed. I'm going to acknowledge that, and when it comes up, I'm going to, we do this thing called stop thoughts. It's kind of a cognitive behavioral exercise. And if those thoughts come up, you go, feeling anxious right now, okay? I'm going to trudge, not trudge, but I'm going to move forward, and wait a minute, is that thought true, or is it false? Okay, well, that's a false thought because that's not my reality right now. I'm not going to listen to that. And you can verbally say, nope, cancel. Cancel that thought. I'm moving forward kind of thing. And that's the idea of stop thoughts. Oh, okay. Um, a second thing that I think is really helpful in this. Can you scooch over a tiny bit? Thank you. Um, the idea that... Um, so this is really challenging. You're, mm-hmm. You have a special needs child which changes... As, it changes your expectations of what you thought parenting was going to be like. Yeah. So let's just state that. Uh, it also changes what your home feels like in several different ways because it's not, uh, it's just slightly more complicated than it, than what you imagined, I suppose. And we have had a similar thing where uh, our son doesn't have special needs necessarily, but he's a very hard child to parent. And so what, you know, what we anticipate is like, oh, cool, Saturday, this will be easy, fun. Saturdays mm-hmm. are fun. And you're like, all it's an all day blow up and you're like what is my life mm-hmm. like this is the absolute last thing i ever anticipated i didn't want this i don't know how to cope with it and what the actual crap is happening mm-hmm. right so there's a lot of like i need to modify what i expected things to be like um and how do we do that well mm-hmm. so one thing this might sound totally totally out of place but just hang with me there for a second the thing that immediately popped up in my mind is um i use our home because I'm here so much. And I will say this, I am stuck here so much. I don't have an option to take kids somewhere and whatever like that. We would be poor if I was always taking them somewhere and going somewhere. So I feel like as a mom, I've been stuck in my home for like a decade. No joke. Um, and so that is why, and maybe this is helpful for you to understand when we lived at our old house, I tried to make it beautiful Mm -hmm. because I'm freaking stuck here. No matter what, I'm here. So I I needed places in our home that felt joyful and like they gave me light. And that sounds so weird, but I'm totally serious. Like mm-hmm. that's why our dining table was really, and I don't mean pretty as in like fancy. I love really minimalistic stuff. Um, so I love things to be really clean and plain, stuff organized and put away. And literally part of the reason that I was doing that was to have a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. It's not obsessive compulsive. It's not... Um, it's not any of it's not like a maladaptive weird I'm being funky about it. It's like I need to feel peace because my home, my kids, what parenting is, what being a wife is is not what I thought it was going to be and I need something in the space that I'm stuck in that brings me joy. I think maybe a reframe of like using the word stuck. Sure, reframe it all you want. Go to work and reframe it all day long in your meetings and at your bakeries. You can reframe it all you want, but it is how Obviously, it feels. Obviously, there's strong feelings about that. That's how... Fi- mm-hmm. Second, let me know, moms or stay-at-home fathers. Is this how you feel? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's commenting, though. <clears throat> it says... With the stop thoughts, it has helped me to stop trying to push away those anxious and depressing feelings. But when I feel that way, to stop... Wait. But when I feel that way, to stop, let it sink in for only a minute. Mm. <laughs> Plus, if you're a Jesus lover, what? <laughs> I didn't read it right. Oh, no. no! I didn't read it right, and then I just messed it and see. Okay, I can't read. I can't read, so sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, 
<clears throat> get right back into whatever I need to do has helped so much. Yeah, so it is. And there's this other guy that I'm listening to has an awesome book. Don't remember his name. But he does this thing like cancel. Like if a negative thought comes up, he literally says it audibly. He's like, cancel. Let me tell you though something that I think is really important in that concept. Like you're saying, we don't want to ignore the negative thoughts. We want to move beyond them. Mm -hmm. So if you're ignoring it, you're almost like pushing it farther down the road. You're going to hit it again. We're not talking about like repression. Like, oh, I feel anxious. Okay, push it down. No, it's like, I feel anxious. Let me check out my things. Why am I like this? What's causing it? Is it real? What can I do about it? kind of Mm -hmm. thing yeah and so to answer this question again i really feel like there is an element that you can something you can do inside of your home i don't mean redecorate i don't mean any of that stuff but there's something where i want you to take one place whether that's your bed your bathtub your dining room table outside like a patio i don't know what your home is like but if you can have one place that feels like it's just yours and it's um it brings you peace. And maybe mm-hmm. you journal in that place. Maybe you listen to audiobooks there. Maybe you listen to music. Um, whatever that looks like, I want you to begin to build joy in your home through what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gratitude journaling really, 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 really helps. A practice of gratitude like meditation. Um, meditation is prayer. huge. I recently started doing that again. And for like two minutes, just sit there. I mean, the, the goal is to go longer, but it's like, Okay, I'm getting everything out of my brain, which Mm -hmm. really, really works. And it's very similar. I mean, there's really no difference in prayer and meditation if you think about it and if you look at it a certain way. So if prayer resonates more with you, pray. Pray and tell God or whatever thing you pray to, all the things you're thankful for, all the things you're struggling with, all the anxieties you feel, all the things you're blessed with. And and start that practice is going to help your brain to find joy in the space that you're in. Mm -hmm. It's really like... um, And I'm going to go back. Seth said, oh, let's reframe feeling stuck. No, you feel stuck. That's how I felt. Why Mm -hmm. would we reframe exactly what it feels like Mm -hmm. when you're trapped with a kid who's hard to parent or causes problems with your other kids or makes everything hard? Mm -hmm. You feel stuck. So I don't want to reframe that. I want to have the tools to uh, feel stronger through it Mm because ain't nobody doing it but me. Mm -hmm. I got to sit there and do it. You're not coming home to do it. Mm -hmm. So I feel stuck. Yeah. Um, anyway, breathing, it was funny the night after you guys talked about box breathing, we did that in my yoga class that night. Mm, isn't That's it funny? funny. Uh, speaking of box itself. breathing, mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned this, but the get your marriage on app, which I helped create and we were like part of a team for, mm-hmm. we do a box breathing exercise in a sex meditation that I created. Mm. So if you want a sex meditation that I created with box <laughs> breathing, go get the get your marriage on app available at the app store. I listened to part of it. I want to listen to it again. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Okay, so this comes from the men's group, and this is pretty cool. No, you passed that. Oh, that. Oh, okay. I thought that's been up there let's, forever. No. So, okay, we adopted a drug drug addicted twins six years ago. My son is FAS, which means fetal alcohol syndrome, and has ADHD. The child is ripping apart my family. My family is in trouble. The twins are my family. My 16 year old and 19 year old want to leave because our house is in fight flight 24 seven. Mm-hmm. So this Ooh. was in our feed the other day. It was mm-hmm. it was in the live feed, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I wanted to bring it up. Because I think this, like I was saying, that the reason this was in the feed mm-hmm. is because we were talking about the explosive child and sort of like what we're going through mm-hmm. and this new awareness of how hard to parent children, difficult to parent children, mm-hmm. really can tear your marriage apart like yeah. crazy. And it, it's it's not like a, oh, I hate you, I want to be a divorce, <laughs> be divorced. Yeah. It's like, 
it takes just your brain away from like mm-hmm. actually emotionally connecting to another person mm-hmm. in a way. And it's just like, ooh, I mean, it can really tear it apart. But then I think like, well, we're stronger together, not apart kind of thing, you know, but I understand like that grading kind of stress that families go through and it does happen. However, that's not helpful to this <laughs> question here. Um, okay. I'll ask the basic questions. Are you in like weekly or almost daily therapy for this kid? I know I've, I've worked with kids that have had uh, FAS, fetal alcohol syndrome, and it is really, really, really difficult. And I think that uh, some of the research shows constant perpetual therapy, like almost daily, like special classes at school, um, home visits from therapists, um, uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy. All these things combined, just like a wraparound services to get this mm-hmm. kid uh, some help. I don't think it's going to to change. Fetal alcohol syndrome is like, that's that's permanent. That's yeah, like a not, brain thing, yeah. right? That's like, I don't have an arm. It's not going to grow back, right? So that is perpetual. And I would really, really check in with the 16 and 19-year-old mm-hmm. to be like, are they in therapy? Because you guys have to come together as a family to support other people who are like, receiving collateral damage of mm-hmm. the other really tough kids yeah. and um oof, that is that's so hard yeah well and what i wanted to say was that with this question and it makes me think of uh, it's not the same but the things we're going through right now in our own family and with our parenting so like for example yesterday i spent most of yesterday just um trying to create new communication pathways and patterns with our kids because it like our home has been so unstable not between Seth and I not with our other kids but our one kid who's dysregulated dysregulates everything right like he looks around and it's just like right and um to make that be different takes literally me being constantly vigilant Mm -hmm. like I am never off I am never on a break. Even if Seth is on a break and he can look at Facebook and kind of faff around, I can't um, because I'm the primary parent in this functioning system, like creating a new system, if that makes sense. And it isn't any fault of Seth's. It's sort of just our temperaments and our kid Mm -hmm. feels a certain way about me and a certain way about Seth. And we're going to try to figure that out as he gets better and we all get better. But the thing I, I think... I would love to see happen in this. And again, I don't know you. I don't know where you live and I don't know what your kids are like or whatever, but there needs to be like a legit reset. And that reset takes weeks. And I, and let me kind Mm -hmm. of tell you what I mean by that. So your older kids, you're saying the 16 and 19 year old, they have been injured by this. Nobody planned that. It wasn't what you set out to do. Mm -hmm. You could never have forecast that same thing in our home, our other children, totally injured by this. Mm -hmm. So we need to stop, take a break and acknowledge that before we just kind of plow forward with more therapy, more, more this, more that, Mm -hmm. more that. And we need to give those kids, those older kids space to talk about it if they need to, to tell you everything that they're feeling. And you as the parent have to be an immovable stone statue. Mm -hmm. You will hear what they say. You will not be broken by what they say. You will not break down and yell in their face and tell them how they don't understand it. And blah, blah, blah. No, you are immovable. Mm-hmm. You have to be mm-hmm. immovable in this space. Um, because what you're doing is you're creating a new culture of stability. Mm-hmm. Your only job now is to be stable, right? And so for the older kids, 
who are feeling so wounded and hurt and they're in the fighting is all the time. They need a space where stability is the new goal. We're not mm-hmm. teaching. We're not changing. We're just being stable. And then for the younger kid, I, I would say, please read the explosive child. Um, and then go to the website. He has a website. If you Google, so his name is something green. What is his name? I don't remember. Oh, it's right here on my computer. Hold on. <clears throat> If you go to the website, livesinthebalance.org, and uh, I'm on it because I was watching videos this morning on parenting. That Mm -hmm. was like what I spent my morning doing before we got ready for this. So go to livesinthebalance.org. I think I said .com the first time. And he has videos on how to do these different types of parenting that are so incredibly helpful for kids whose minds do not accept the standard sort of like top-down model of parenting. Mm -hmm. So like, I say this, you do it. That is a thing that only certain kids can handle. Um, Kids who don't have a mind for that are never going to be able to handle it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so go to read The Explosive Child, Mm -hmm. go to livesinthebalance.org and start retraining yourself for parenting. I know that sounds like the last thing that would be helpful for you, but I think it's going to be incredibly it's, it's insightful so helpful and helpful because it normalizes and gives you hope and also insight like oh okay this is this so somebody asked how do you join the uh, men's group it is anatomy of marriage men's group it's on facebook yeah, he on asked facebook. the platform that it yeah, was on it's on it's on facebook um, okay and so speaking of the platform on a segue into the the next question okay so this is from the men's group and um this guy just reached out telling us what was going on. He says, using the clearing structure tonight with my wife to clear up my expectations around the house. I've always been one, the one in our marriage who stays on top of chores and keeps orderly. I'm an Enneagram one with intense orderly tendencies, not OCD. Um, and uh, I know my primary love language is acts of service. It's hard for me to cut loose and have fun to do the things I want to or grow um, in certain things until things are cleaned up. Um, let's see. I straighten up the house every night after work and I know the world won't end with a couple of dishes in the sink, but when the whole apartment, um, is cluttery, uh, I have to fix that first. My wife is an Enneagram eight who loves lit doing, saying the literal phrase, I do what I want. Uh, she works two to three, two to three shifts at night and spends her time at home. And, um, anyway, there's, there's some things that had to be talked about, right? So he says, anyway, um, it makes me feel hurt and angry. And um, I... Why aren't you just reading it? Because I don't want to read it. Um, Anyway, pray for me if you pray, bros, going in for a tough night. So we were like, okay, good job. You're going to use the clearing structure. It's going to be awesome. So he gave us an update. Results. Thanks for asking. I read through my notes on the clearing structure and asked if she had any questions. She preferred to sit with it for a second without me, so I gave her some space to process and think. When we came back together, we had an excellent talk about expectations and love language stuff. She apologized and had no idea that I was interpreting her actions that way. It'll take some ironing out on the details today, but relationally, we're healed up and closer than we have ever been in the last few weeks. That's awesome. So that's is rad. Mm. That is the power of the Facebook group. So Fearless 5280, go check it out. We'll approve you. You know. You mean the cool. power of the clearing structure? The, well, and the Facebook group. Oh, okay. The clearing structure and the Facebook group because as you've talked about in the women's group, mm-hmm. it's like you can post something and boom, you got 30 ladies going, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff and saying like advice that's not crappy advice that mm-hmm. isn't like, oh, we'll just tell him he's a jerk, you know, mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's like, 
solid advice or, or normalization of mm-hmm. your process or whatever. So this dude reached out and he said it and it's really cool because it's like a, it's like a praise report. <laughs> <laughs> praise cathedral. A praise report. I am a friend of God. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, that, no, that's really awesome. And I'm, yeah. I'm so thankful that the clearing structure helped and that it worked and that it made sense and that it was able to clear mm-hmm. some uh, muddied communication stuff. And I just want to talk about that. Like, I don't know why, why didn't you read the whole question? Because I didn't ask if I could, I should put a disclaimer and I don't want to like give sure, too much. That makes sense. But <clears throat> one of the things that he talks about was that he's, he likes the house to feel clean mm. all of those things like stuff to put. Sorry. Y'all, it's about to get real. Cause you say crap. Like I do what I want and I have used to say that. for our entire marriage. I used to say that. <clears throat> so it's not just so, and I'm using this guy's, uh, question as an example of that is literally how i see it mm-hmm. if the house is gross and dirty um it is it takes a, a huge portion of my mind and mm-hmm. my spirit away from me mm-hmm. and part of that is why don't you care enough to clean the house with me mm. we live here together mm-hmm. right and so i just want to comment that like he is exemplifying how i've always felt mm-hmm. um and i'm it's exciting to me that the clearing structure was something that will help reframe that for your wife that's super exciting mm-hmm. but it's good. Yeah, we've used it too. You're I have, in a weird I've mood. got loads of feelings. You about have an attitude today. <laughs> yeah, I do. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna, you want to see an argument, people? I'll use the cleaning structure. Do it. Anyway, Okay. is there anything else we're talking about right no, now? No, I don't think so. I think we're done. Great. Short show. Irritated show, but that's okay. I know. Why are you irritated? Uh, we can talk about it later. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, we'll use the clearing structure, people. But we are getting ready to figure out... We're getting ready to launch the premarital series. It's getting ready. I said that eight times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're getting all the things in order, figuring out the pricing, figuring out all of how it works. And so we'll get that out to you soon. We'll start promoting it. We have a full episode about it that's really exciting that's coming up. And then... Um, what is the other thing I'm trying to say? Group, the group, group therapy. therapy idea. We're still working on how we get that to make sense mm-hmm. and to function because it's tricky. Like we're trying to figure out how we do it all, but we're excited about that as a concept. We'll get an email thing coming out to you soon. And thank you for everyone who rated and reviewed the podcast. We've had a lot more ratings and reviews lately. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please get more of those to us. It would be awesome. I mean, it always is super, super helpful. So please go rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you have any questions, email at us, email us at hello at anatomy and also go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get your free audio book on us. It's free. Yes. We talk about books all the time. So go there. So we love you guys. Whoa, hold on one last thing. So Ooh. we got an Instagram message where a lady was asking about the episode where we talk about the pillars and the columns. If you remember mm. the name of that episode, I cannot find it in my archive stuff and i talked about different pillars and different columns of like relational stuff it was from probably over a year ago oh wow if you remember that episode name please find it and send it to me because i do not want to leave this lady hanging (laughs) so anyway boy okay i don't remember that yeah i I only remember because i made an an image thing for it so anyway thank you for joining us have a lovely day and we'll see you later all right bye Bye. guys (laughs) 